Hey, hey, friend. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. And because it's Thursday, that means it is a Bible study breakdown episode for you today. And we also, we, we have kind of a hard conversation to have today. Today, we're going to be talking about self-sabotage. Now, I know that that's not a very fun word. <laughs> it's certainly not a sparkly word. It's not a happy word. But it's definitely a topic that we need to talk about because more often than not, I believe that we as entrepreneurs, as online business owners, as online coaches, we are holding ourselves back from reaching the business and the income and the impact goals that we have. Now, I do want to acknowledge we have an enemy, the devil. His job is to steal, kill, and destroy. That's his main mission in the world. We do have an enemy. And yes, there are some times where there are circumstances that are outside of our control that are, that are kind of holding us back. But I believe that if we're being honest, like truly honest, I believe that most of the time we are the ones that keep ourselves stuck. Now, the good news here is that if you are your biggest problem, if you are the thing keeping yourself from reaching the next level in your business, then you can also decide to get out of your own way. And now I'm not talking about being your own hero, not talking about kicking God and kicking everybody else out of the equation. I'm not trying, I'm not talking about doing everything in your own strength. That's not what I'm saying, friend. We have a business partner and his name is Jesus and we need to yield and submit to him. But I also believe that the Lord has given you, has given me as Christians, as believers, more authority than most of us are realizing and utilizing today in our businesses. So inside of today's episode, we're going to study the book of 2 Chronicles and talk about three ways that Christian entrepreneurs, Christian business owners, and Christian coaches are keeping themselves stuck and keeping themselves from prospering in their business. So grab your Bible and let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. So as I was studying the book of Second Chronicles and really preparing for this episode, I came across so many really golden nuggets that I could have recorded an entire episode on. Like so many things. I, I was like bouncing around in the book and I was like, oh, I wanna record on this or no, 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 I wanna record an episode on this or oh no, I should talk about this. And I was asking the Lord, God, show me 
what do you want me to speak on in this episode? What do you have in this book, in Second Chronicles, that you want to speak through me and to your people? And then I came across this passage in Second Chronicles 25, verse 20, and this is what it says. This is what God says. Why do you disobey the Lord's commands and keep yourselves from prospering? That last part is really what stuck out to me. Keep yourselves from prospering. Why do you keep yourselves from prospering? And as I read that line, I could not help but think, man, that is true for online coaches. That is true for online business owners and Christian entrepreneurs everywhere. I believe that we keep ourselves from prospering. Now there is a million and one reasons why a person could be keeping themselves from prospering. Maybe it's a mindset issue. Maybe it is a belief system problem that is stemming from childhood trauma. Maybe it is um, a lack of discipline. Like there are a multitude, a multitude of reasons mindset reasons, faith-filled reasons, spiritual reasons why people keep themselves from reaching the success that they want to have in their business. But as I continued reading and skimming and flipping through Second Chronicles, there are three things that really jumped out at me, three principles, three, three issues that a leader within the context of Second Chronicles was having and a mistake that the leader made that led to their downfall. And the Lord began to like unfold for me today's episode that we are keeping ourselves from prospering. And I'm going to tell you guys three ways that Christian entrepreneurs and online coaches are keeping themselves stuck and are keeping themselves from prospering. And the three ways that I'm going to outline for you today came from other passages within the book of Second Chronicles. Now, you're going to hear me say a couple of different names today as we're moving through these three different principles and three different ways that people hold themselves back. I don't have time to go through who each and every person is. So just kind of roll with me a little bit when you hear all these different names come up in in these scriptures. And then what I challenge you to do is to go back and read 2 Chronicles for yourself. And what you're going to find is a million different lessons that we can learn from the rise and fall of many leaders that came and went inside of the book of 2 Chronicles. The book of 2 Chronicles really is Um, a guide, I believe, to wise leadership and what to avoid, how to avoid downfalls and pitfalls and mistakes as leaders and as entrepreneurs. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and dive in. This is three ways that Christian entrepreneurs and online coaches keep themselves from prospering. Little side note before we jump in, this may offend some of you. I'm not here to tickle your ears. I'm here to deliver the word that I believe the Lord has gave me. And the way that it convicts your heart, that is between you and the Lord. But I'm just here to give the message. You take it to your prayer time and ask the Lord to really reveal to you, Lord, how or does this even apply to me? So number one. Uh, The first way that I believe Christian entrepreneurs and online coaches are self-sabotaging and setting themselves up for failure. The first one is really fiery. Let's just start off sizzling in here in the beginning. 
by partnering with people who are not submitted to God. Let's go to the scripture first and then let's talk about it. So I'm looking at 2 Chronicles 20 verse 37. Because you have allied yourself with King Haziah, the Lord will destroy your work. So the ships met with disaster and never put out to sea. What this is what what is happening here is there was a godly filled person who allied themselves or partnered with someone who was not submitted to the Lord. And because they partnered with someone who was not submitted to God, their work failed. Now, this is echoed multiple times in the Bible. You will see multiple times if you read scripture how a man will marry a woman who is, they are unequally yoked, which means that one person is a believer and one person is not. And that is the downfall of many, many people in the Bible. When someone enters into a marriage covenant with another person who is not a believer. In other words, they partnered with someone who was not submitted to the Lord. And because they became one with them, it was impossible for that other person who was not submitted to the Lord. It was impossible for them not to rub off on the believer. And it was the downfall of the believer. This happened with, again, multitudes of people. And it happened right here in this verse. It says, because you have allied yourself with King Haziah, the Lord will destroy your work. So the principle here, one of the ways that I see Christian coaches and Christian entrepreneurs self-sabotaging themselves is by hiring non-believers to be their business coach or partnering with someone, whether that is a contractor, maybe a VA, partnering with someone who is not a believer, partnering with them in business, and it destroys their kingdom-led work. Now, I know that this is super controversial. Let's just be honest here. I'm going to tell you a little story. When I first started out in the coaching space, I was reflecting on this today. I was a believer, but I really wasn't submitted to the Lord. Like I I was, I, I didn't really know what it meant to have an intimate relationship with God. And it was at that time, like I said, that I was starting my business and I hired multiple, like not just one, like I made this mistake multiple times. I hired multiple non-believers to be my mentor. Here's the problem with that. When we put somebody in an authority level in our lives, when we put somebody um, in a mentorship, mentorship position over our lives and we are following them, whether that's their teaching, whether that's their business strategy, whatever it is, and that person is not a believer, we are being led by somebody who is blind. You are, you are being led by somebody who is in the dark, somebody who is not seeing the truth. And I not very naively thought early on in my coaching career that, well, it's okay if this person doesn't believe in Jesus. Like it's fine. They they've made millions in their business or they've made, they've had the $10,000 a month, the $100,000 a month. Like who cares what their spiritual beliefs are? I just want their business strategy. And the challenge there is here is, is two issues. Number one, it is impossible to sift through and try and filter through and just pick and choose what you learn from a human being. What I mean by that is if somebody is not submitted to the Lord foundationally, that is going to show in their business practices. It is going to show in the way that they show up to do business and the way that they serve their clients. Make no mistake, you will start to act like the people who you hang around. 
And at that time, I was hanging around or being mentored by people who were very deep into new age beliefs. They were very deep into these these very strange spiritual practices. And here I was, a Christian who who was kind of like one foot in the world, one foot in the Bible. Like I was I was very lukewarm and I naively thought that I was going to be able to go through this program and just take the business strategy and leave all the icky, weird, new age stuff behind. And man, was I wrong. It was almost like, like brainwashing is not the word. That's not the word that I'm trying to say here. But I was listening over and over and over to these just weird, like new age beliefs. And lo and behold, guess what I started doing? I started doing like weird affirmations. And and I'm not saying that all affirmations are bad, but like these were not like biblical affirmations. These were like, I started talking like these people. I started believing the way that these people believed. And it wasn't until later on where the Lord was like, Cammie, like turn around and look at yourself. Look at the journey. Yes, you got some business strategy out of this deal, but look at how far you are away from the foundation of biblical truth. Like I y'all, I was sit, I was literally standing in the mirror like with a piece of paper like I am a seven-figure business owner. Like what? <laughs> I was not. Still am not. Still am not a seven-figure business owner. But the point I'm trying to make to you friends is that you cannot be unequally yoked. The Bible tells us that. The Bible says do not be unequally yoked. In other words, do not partner with another human being that is not a believer. That does not mean that you cannot be friends with people who are not believers. Do not misunderstand me. This is saying do not partner with, do not be mentored by, do not enter into a business relationship, do not enter into a marriage with someone who is not a believer because it will be your downfall. And I experienced that firsthand, not once, but multiple times, multiple times I hired business coaches who were not believers and it showed in my business, in my strategies, it showed in the way I I was selling, in the way I was speaking, like I was using profanity, like on my Instagram stories, like I look back at that now and I'm like, man, that was a hot mess. It was something I learned from, like the Lord delivered me from that. But it was like, it, w- it was a pitfall that I really didn't need to even fall into in the first place if I had had the wisdom to not partner with someone who was not submitted to the Lord. God really laid something in my heart. I'm not saying that this is the conviction he's given to everybody, but it's the conviction that he's given to me to never, ever, ever again hire a mentor that is not submitted to the Lord because I don't want to be led by somebody who's in the dark. And I believe that a lot of online entrepreneurs, Christian entrepreneurs right now are getting distracted. They have shiny object syndrome. They're hiring mentors and they're hiring coaches that seem to have it all together because they're they're making the big bucks, they're they're flying first class, they're going on these flashy vacations, they're buying the big houses, and those are the people that we are hiring as mentors without even looking at their spiritual background. One more little quick story and then I'm going to move on to the next one. I just so believe in this first point so much. Um, there's somebody that I know um, in my life, I'm going to keep this person 
um, anonymous to protect their privacy and the person that they worked with. But there's somebody in my life that I know that uh, hired a mentor and they hired this mentor because this mentor, the team that this mentor had was was very smooth talking. They were they were very much about flattery, which, by the way, in the Bible, it tells it warns us against falling for flattery, by the way. Read that on your own time. That will blow your socks off. Um, and this person that I know was was flattered by this mentor and ended up investing thousands of dollars into this mentor and was showing up to the calls. And all of a sudden, something started to feel off to this person in the calls. It, it was kind of, it was weird. It was, it was like some weird manipulation. Like, like something just like in this person's spirit was like, something is off here. Something is icky. Like the strategies that this mentor was teaching them just were rooted in manipulation rather than service. And so this person that I know, uh, she started doing research and she started researching and, and digging into the background history of who is this mentor? And what she came across is that this mentor is committed to the Church of Scientology. And before she knew it, Scient, I don't even know how to Scientology belief, Scientology, Scientological, I don't know, whatever principles the Church of Scientology teaches started to flow into these coaching calls that this person was showing up to. And alarms started going off in this person's head. And she realized I have partnered with someone who is not submitted to the Lord. And friends, I wish that this is that this was a story that was like rare, but it's not. Like it's something that I have experienced, somebody else in my life has experienced. Like I know multiple people who have made this mistake, not realizing it was a mistake, but hiring somebody and allowing there to be somebody in their life who who is in an authority position to lead them. And that person is, is not submitted to Christ. And because that person who is in the leadership position is blind, they are leading the believer. I don't want to be led by somebody who's in the dark. So that is the number one way that I believe Christian entrepreneurs and online coaches are keeping themselves prospering. They're partnering with people who are not submitted to God. Do not fall for this one, friends. Do not like break the partnerships, end the contracts, whatever you got to do, stop showing up to the coaching calls. And I know that this is maybe some weird advice, but friends, it is not worth the downfall of your business because you're partnered with someone who's not submitted to the Lord. Ask the Lord to pull the cover off your eyes and see things for what they really are. And you may find that you're in partnership with somebody that is not submitted to the Lord. That was number one. I know we harped on that one a long time, but I'm super passionate about that one. We have two more. Um, the second way that Christian entrepreneurs and online coaches are keeping themselves stuck, believing more in strategy than we do in God's power. And this principle is coming from 2 Chronicles 16, verse 12 and 13. And it says, in the 39th year of his reign, Asa developed a serious foot disease, yet even with the severity of his disease, he did not seek the Lord's help. Even in the severity of his disease, he did not seek the Lord's help, but turned only to his physicians. So he died in the 41st year of his reign. This man died because he had a foot disease 
and did not ask the Lord for help. He only relied on his doctor. And I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. Friend, I'm not saying don't hire a business coach. I'm just letting you know that if we are believing more in human strategy than we are in the Lord and the Lord's wisdom and the Lord's power, we are setting ourselves up to fail. You guys know that I am here for strategy. I believe in strategy. I believe faith without actions is not going to work. Like that comes from faith without works is dead. In order, faith without action is dead. We need strategy. The Lord is here for strategy. Multiple places in the Bible talk about how the Lord is okay with us having a game plan. Like it says, like write the vision. It tells us that. God is okay with strategy. He's just not okay with the strategy replacing him. And so friend, if you are finding yourself stuck in your business, if you're frustrated about, man, I just, I just can't break through the ceiling. I can't, I can't seem to be connecting with the clients. Like what is wrong? I'm doing all the things. My question to you would be, are you, are you trusting more in the strategy than you are in your provider? Are you trusting more in the strategy than you are in the one who gave you the business in the first place? God doesn't want to give glory to the strategy. He wants to give glory to himself. So if all we're exercising is strategy and we're not exercising faith at all, then where is God's glory in that? Now, again, just want to recap. This is not me telling you strategy is bad. Strategy is good. We are called to use strategy as believers. I love strategy. It just can't be more important than God's authority in our life. So that was way number two that Christian entrepreneurs and online coaches keep themselves from prospering, believing more in the strategy than we do in God's power. Lastly, number three, becoming prideful and not giving God the glory. Now, this one comes from 2 Chronicles 26, verse 16. It says, his, and when he says his, it's talking about Yuza. Again, I'm sorry, you guys, I can't go into all who all these people are right now. I can't dive into all the names. Go back and read the scripture for yourself. We don't have time on the podcast to dive into who all these people are. But it says his fame being Yuza. So Yuza's fame spread far and wide. For the Lord gave him marvelous help and he became very powerful. So to recap here, because the Lord gave Yuza marvelous help, Yuza became powerful. But when Yuza had become powerful, he also became proud, which led to his downfall. Friend, it is so important that as we grow in our businesses, as we get more clients, as our income grows, as our, our uh, I, I don't want to say fame, but I'll just say fame, as our influence, I'll, I'll say rather, as our influence grows, we have to make sure that we are staying humble, that we're not letting it get to our head, that we're not becoming arrogant. We have to make sure that we are continually pointing back to the one who gave us the business, the one who has allowed us to be successful in the first place. The Lord isn't giving you a business to make you glorified. The Lord is giving you a business so that he can be glorified. That's the whole point of us even having a business in the first place. That's the point of this podcast. That's the point of each and every one of our coaching businesses is to glorify the kingdom of heaven. Now through that, yes, the Lord is going to provide for you and he's going to help you impact the lives of your clients, of course. But the big goal is for you to point people to Jesus. 
We can't do that if we are claiming that all of our success and all of our fame and all of our dollars in our bank account came from me, myself, and I, or you, yourself, and you, (laughs) okay? The third way that Christian entrepreneurs and online coaches will keep themselves from prospering and will keep themselves stuck is by becoming prideful and not giving God the glory. God is not interested in glorifying you. He's interested in glorifying himself because he is the only one that can truly save. Okay, I want to recap the three ways for you that Christian entrepreneurs and online coaches are keeping themselves from prospering. And again, all of this is coming from the book of 2 Chronicles. Number one, by partnering with people who are not submitted to God. In other words, who is your business coach and, and is your business coach submitted to the Lord? Is your VA submitted to the Lord? Is your bookkeeper submitted to the Lord? And you might be thinking, Kimmy, I'm not being mentored by my bookkeeper. I'm not being mentored by my VA. I'm telling you that scripture says what it says. It says, do not be unequally yoked. Do not partner with. And honestly, friend, do not underestimate the power of influence that the people around you have. I'm not saying don't be friends with unbelievers. Of course not. I'm saying don't give an unbeliever an authority position in your life. Do not be led by somebody who is in the dark. Number two, Christians keep themselves stuck by believing more in strategy than we do in God's power. Um, This is like grind culture. This is, oh, I I can make it happen myself. I can do it myself. I don't need anybody's help. Um, This is, and honestly, I believe that this is truly a form of unbelief. I think that, we find ourselves believing more in strategy and using strategy more and weighing on that more than we do God's power when we actually, when we have a belief system upset that we don't actually believe that the Lord will do it or that that the Lord can do it. I think that we lean more on strategy because strategy is tangible. We can see it. We can control it. We can't control God. And I think that as humans, that makes us very uncomfortable. But friends, Strategy alone is not going to get you to that level. Strategy alone does not give God glory. If you are believing more in your strategy than you are in God at work in your business, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And lastly, number three, Christians and online coaches, Christian entrepreneurs keep themselves stuck, keep themselves from prospering by becoming prideful and not giving God glory. The whole point The whole point of your business, of my business, of everybody's business is to give God glory. And if you are the only one that is claiming victory, if you are the, if you are pointing to yourself and saying, yep, I'm the answer. I'm the reason why there's dollars in my bank account. I'm the reason. And not even thinking about all that the Lord has done and the Lord's hand of blessing over your business, then you're not giving God the glory. And why would he bless that? Why would he bless a business that doesn't even help people come to know him? Now, I know that this episode has been kind of like, not negative, but like, it's it's been a pretty serious chit chat. I do want to leave you with some encouragement here, okay? So this verse is also from 2 Chronicles. And it says, but as for you, be strong and courageous for your work will be rewarded. Friend, Again, I want to end this podcast episode with encouragement. If you do not become unequally yoked, if you do not partner with unbelievers, if you do not allow 
um, a non-believer to have a mentorship position in your life. If you believe in God's power and humble yourself enough to ask him for help, if you remain obedient, faithful to the Lord and not give up, and if you give God the glory and continue to point people to him, you will experience success whether that is financial or not, whether that is in this lifetime or the next, you will be rewarded. Friend, one of the biggest game changers for me when I was coming out of that lukewarm place that I was in early on in my business and I was fully turning to the Lord and submitting my business to the Lord and and surrendering to the Lord, one of the biggest game changers for me was getting surrounded with believers, entering into friendships and deep conversation and fellowship with other women who are building businesses just like I was and were also submitted to the Lord, were also filled with the Holy Spirit. Because again, we become like the people we spend time with and I want to become more like Christ. I am an imperfect human I am, I am flawed all over and I need somebody else who is filled with the Holy Spirit to support me, to help call me out when maybe I'm, I'm about to go down a path that is not um, in line with the Lord's word. And so I cannot encourage you enough to get into community with believers and specifically believers who are also building businesses just like you are. And if you're looking for a faith-filled, a Holy Spirit-filled community to hang out in in and be surrounded with other women who are on fire for Christ and building up these businesses for the kingdom of heaven, then I invite you to scroll down to the show notes and join my free Facebook community where you will find me in there as well as many, many, many other women who have been called by Christ to build up these businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I promise it will be a game changer and I would love to formally invite you to join our community. I love you, friend, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Bibles, Babies, and Business Podcast. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies, and Business Podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.